Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Thursday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September seventh. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, we're doing uh, we're doing good. It's early morning. Uh, just uh, ready for ready for another weekend. I you know I didn't get enough at the, uh, during Labor Day. Ready for another weekend. What about you? Ready, ready for football? Waiting ready? all night. Waiting all day, waiting all waiting all summer for uh, for tonight. Lions Chiefs. This is uh, I'm very excited. This is a little bit of a oh this mishmash of a week, right? We got the holiday, so we're doing Tuesday, Thursday recordings this week. Celebrate the fifth year anniversary. I guess we won't even do three times a week. I don't think we did three times a week our very first week. So uh, owing to our origins, two, I think we started on a Wednesday. We went Wednesday, <clears throat> Friday. And we scheduled them. We were very diligent about like scheduling for whatever, five in the morning, Eastern time or something like that. That's out the window. You get three a week uh, at whatever time they may come. So big Thursday. Football's here. We're going to do a little Bears Browns over under. I know for all the, the big fans down out in, you know, London, England that care a lot about the Bears and Browns, the NFL. We're going to do that as the NFL season kicks off. We're going to do some golf advice. We're going to do schedule for the week. That's quick. Some news. Justin Thomas, uh, coaching carousel, maybe, maybe, we'll see. So we're going to kind of bounce around and quick and get you out of here, get to the weekend again. Um, everything else good with you? You look early, you look you look like an assistant superintendent right now. Uh, you signed on. I was like, you're in your hoodie, you're in your trucker hat with a uh, lawn care, uh, or I should say a maintenance care uh, brand, Toro, a friend of the program, friend of the fried egg. Uh, golf and uh, I was like, "Look, you just looks like you're ready to get out and go uh, cut some grass." Listen, I think that's a that's a great aesthetic to be striving it for. Is. I agree. Um, second off, it you your know, beard. I, you got a beard. It's good. It's it's five thirty. I woke up at five thirty in the morning. My my whole goal at that hour is to turn on the coffee, close my daughter's door, and not wake up my wife. Like, don't yeah. wake up my daughter, oh, don't wake tough. up my wife, that's and make some coffee dance. and get out here. How I look is like, it's not even Wait. considered. It is just whatever I can grab off I, the... I you, got your mean... you got your golf channel shirt on, <laughs> golf boy all official. I had to do it school drop off. Look, I did not mean to imply that it is a a hastily thrown together aesthetic or one that you just outlined. You just don't care what you, I think you look great. I just said, I love the aesthetic of, of out on the riding mower at dawn. I love it. I like it. I, I just wanted to make that clear, but uh, all right, we got a big day ahead. God, worst ever today. We have four practices at the same time. First time ever. The youngest has gotten in to her first sports. We have four practices going on Whoa. at the exact same time. Like it's coming for us. Fall is back. I, I don't know what we're gonna do here. It's, it sucks. So let's get through this podcast. 
Um, we're going to do a quick schedule for the week, just with the, the time change here, the Tuesday, Thursday. We've got an LPGA event, the Kroger Queen City Championship. That's at Kenwood. I think this is the second year for that in Cincinnati, maybe the third year. That is Golf Channel, four to seven, two to five on Saturday and Sunday. Year. Second, I think you're right. Uh, Notables, Rosane, Brooke Henderson, Lexi, Lydia Ko, Jennifer Cupshow, Ali Ewing, and Charlie Hall. So that is like, I mean, they have sort of the spotlight. No PGA Tour. It's on 4 to 7 p.m., the prime spot on Golf Channel. So in Cincinnati, before football takes over, I guess. I'll, I'll give it. I'll give that the event of the week. You know, okay. go to the LPGA, Queen City. Kenwood Country Club. Good for, I, you know, after after Southwest Ohio snub earlier this week on, on the Friday, I, uh, or Friday Golf, I, uh, I'll give it to him there. People are worked up about that. You just, we just don't have the footage yet. God. Sensitivo. People are shouting from Southwest Ohio about like, I mean, they're, the, the one person part... alleged left off all the good courses in Ohio. That's, there's like Inverness, Sayota, like everything. There's a lot of like, these are only bad courses because they're not in Southwest Ohio. For those anyway. that don't know, I mean, we, uh, Matt Ruchis made a little Ohio reel. The best is we foresaw people being upset in, in advance and put it in the caption that we're sorry about Southwest Ohio being left out. We'll and people there. are still worked up. We said, apologies. <laughs> Look, the thing you are about to watch does not have Southwest Ohio. We acknowledge that. We're sorry. But still, people got. We should do one for like, let's do one for like Pennsylvania and just like cut out like Philadelphia or something and see what people happen there. <laughs> just like keep doing this to stir the pot. Pennsylvania golf. All right. So that is your uh, event of the week. On the DP World Tour, we have the Horizon Irish Open. That is coffee golf. Not bad coffee golf. You got Rory in the field, Tyrrell Hatton. It's at the K Club uh, in Dublin, near Dublin, I think. That is eight to one p.m. eight a.m. to one p.m. Eastern Thursday, Friday, seven thirty to twelve thirty on Saturday, Sunday. So you are done before kickoff on Sunday. If you want to wake up, have a little coffee golf on Sunday morning. That is your Horizon Irish Open. Notables: Rory, Adam Scott, Shane Lowry, Tyrrell. Billy Ho, the Euro. Billy Ho, I guess, we were being told, was popping off at Delta, really mad about his bags his not bags getting to the plane. Not being on the plane before he was on the plane. But they got there, I think. And then, I don't, it may not have been Delta. I forget the airline. He's hollering about Utah and Florida not being on like some European transatlantic flight. I, I don't even know where he was. He might have been in Europe at the time, and he was mad he couldn't watch that Utah Florida game. So he's I, all I, mad about the bags which get on the plane. Apparently, and then he's mad about not being able to watch a college football game. <laughs> I think I think there's a deeper thing here. What's that? Billy didn't have the best year last year. Uh, last year. You know, the year before this, I imagine he was flying private to Europe after a very good year. Mm, I, I think th- I think that this is a, more of a reaction of I'm flying. I'm flying coach. I'm I'm pissed off that I didn't have a good year. And this is uh, just my deep, deep rooted emotions coming out. Maybe. Maybe. I just how about I how about Billy Boy, the town crier, town criers playing with Rory? They yeah. got, you got the Prince of Ponte Vedra and the town crier 
in the well, same in the same group. They got. I mean, the communication chief communications <laughs> officer for the for the prince. You got to be on board there, right? The European tour doing doing uh, Padovidras. That maybe this is the strategic alliance. Uh, giving them baton baton tips, how to toss, what, twirl to and fro. I'll tell you what, Rory's a sneaky baton boy. He he is. Yes, we've we've picked up on that a couple times. I think we posted one from I want to say Royal St George's, where he did a, a really dramatic toss. To, like there was a photo sequence. Some photographer from Getty was on the spot uh, with Rory's toss and and kind of two step to catch it. So, uh, yeah, sneaky. So that that could be a topic of conversation in that group. All right, we've got Patty Harrington and Tom Hoagie. Why is Hoagie playing the Irish Open? <laughs> is he just running away? TCU lost its opener to Colorado. He had to yeah. get out of the country. Well, he's probably still, uh, in case there's a Ryder Cup injury, still <laughs> living the Ryder Cup dream. <laughs> he's He hasn't given up. I haven't given up on the Hokie candidacy for <laughs> Ryder Cup. So that, that's all. That's the only reason I could see here. Ah, I need need more than one injury, I think, for Tommy Boyd to, to sneak he was on just, the roster. He feels snubbed, is what it is. He was left yeah. off. He, he was number twenty six. Zatch went to twenty five calls. You know, he called the twenty fifth guy. Didn't <laughs> yeah, call Hoagie. That's a good point. And he's real snubbed. Him and Marunk <laughs> together are going to Ooh, you know talk Marunk. about their snubbings maybe at a local pub. <laughs> I just I wonder why why is Hoagie why are Hoagie and Adam Scott playing? It just doesn't yeah. seem like they need to be playing. But I, well, they, Adam Scott lives in like Switzerland, right? Right. So it's Does not as DP crazy. World Tour membership. I, I don't know. It's intriguing. Be... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. All right. All right. No, I just think it's intriguing. Rory having these back issues playing Irish Wentworth. You know, and then he's going to party and Mykonos, Mykonos, right? The bachelor party. These there's there people are trying to drum up uh, uh, content out of this. Rory, is he preparing for the Ryder Cup? Is he going to be ready for the Ryder Cup? Playing all this golf uh, with the back issue from East Lake. I kind of like it. I like people stirring the pot there with that. So uh, that is good coffee golf. Continuing on with our schedule for the week. We have uh, PGA Tour champions, oh, which I know I had, you're excited I had a, about. Go ahead. Do you think uh, there's a, another potential reason for Hoagie and other people playing? They're just big fans of the K Club from the Ryder Cup. And they just want to go see the K Club. It sounds like it's in great shape. Getting reports of it and just looking oh, that's, uh, resplendent. It's a, Amazing quality. I you know, I would I would I would then ask the question: What was the last time the tour turned up at a place and wasn't in great shape? Uh European tour. There's probably a fair amount. There's probably there's some that are look a little spotty. I think that Czech course even last week uh, looked a little spotty. But yes, the PGA tour. You're right. Is uh, almost always in pristine shape with the bunkers perfectly manicured and all that stuff. So um, I'm looking at, Oh God, that's funny. All right. uh, Schedule for the week. Continuing on. We have the champions tour. This is the Ascension charity classic in St. Louis, Missouri, Norwood Hills country club, the third ever event uh, edition of this. This is golf channel one to four on Friday. 
and five to seven on Saturday and Sunday. Now, Andy, I got to ask you, Packers Bears is four four to seven window. Are you going to watch the Ascension Charity oh, Classic or the conclusion of the late Bears Packers game? How many people are watching Champions Tour golf versus the late window of uh, of NFL Week One, four to seven? You it looks like you. And Central California are getting jammed with Rams Seattle. I got the cap coverage map open right uh, now. You're getting Seahawks Rams instead of while well, the rest of the entire country basically gets Bears Packers at four o'clock. I gotta figure out if I can expense uh, Sunday ticket. If that's an expense since, on YouTube, since, since right? we since we talk about since we're a football podcast, right? Yeah, we're gonna yeah exactly. Maybe you can expense it to Friday <laughs> golf there. The uh, um, I would say the uh, you know I think the Champions Tour's got a shot here. You know they <laughs> got Stephen Elker, uh, Bernie Longer. Th- nothing drives ratings like those boys. Yeah, notables: Loner, Daly, Ells, you, Monty, Ames, Kelly, and Clark. Go ahead. I guess there was a substantial that you know I've caught wind. We get a lot of people that are sending uh, PGA Tour fan council. Um, oh, yeah. surveys our yes. way. <laughs> yes. Put pity the fool who has to <laughs> sift through those replies to the PGA Tour fan council survey behind the moat. Sorry. Go ahead. Because, it, you know, apparently it sounds like they're really, you know, they're asking asking their biggest fans questions about the Champions Tour now, which is which is great. But uh, who knows what those what those questions? You know, this, everybody means. knows the best strategy for a product is to uh, pull your audience. Right, right. What's the best city in Ohio? You know, that's that's what you're gonna get. Your little two thousand votes. People worked up, but anyways, people are sending spicy takes about the Champions Tour to the to the fan council. All right, that does it for our schedule for the week midweek here Thursday. Um, let's do a read for our friends. I can't friends. believe I'm not getting Bears Packers. I know. The entire country gets it and it appears to cut off right in the middle of like Nevada from you looking know, at the coverage map. You know what that would uh what that would point to? What? That uh I live in the Pacific Northwest. Well, I mean, San Diego is also getting it, I would say. Dang. So it's all of California and then all the way up. But yeah, it's close. Reno, it cuts off like right about at Reno. So yeah, you might have it. Might the NFL coverage map might further bolster your claims <laughs> of uh, ge- geography uh, mistakes? All right, um, it's not a mistake. There's right, the bookstore. The bookstore is the greatest, you know, example. Bookstore in your town says what? Pacific. It what? sells a, a sells a book called Mushrooms of the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I mean, I could go to my bookstore that might be in there too, in Maryland. I don't know. I can't believe that a single book on the shelf is. It's in the. It's in the window. Open and shut. It's in the window. (laughs) Son. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's do a read for our friends from B Dratty. Not not in the window of the bookstore, but at bdratty.com. You go to the, there, use the promo code SGS30. You get 30% off your entire order. That's not one item. That's not shipping. That's your entire order. Take a good chunk of change off high quality, handsome apparel, handsome uh, clothes from 
I don't know, boxers all the way up to layers. They got a bunch of new layers that I'm very excited about. We were testing some stuff out. Uh, Meg and Will were down at their uh, HQ getting a preview. They came back raving internal, internal communications. This wasn't some ad read. They came back really fired up about some of the stuff we'll have in our own pro shop. But uh, it's on BDratty.com now. Uh, Some of these hoodies, the cool hoodie. Right. That's a good one. I like that one. They've got full zips. They got quarter zips. They got, I guess, no zip where it's just the crew neck and the hoodie. Uh, So a multitude of layering options as the temperature hopefully changes where you are. It's not fully changing for me yet. They've also got the collegiate collection. If you're still looking for college football apparel, also that also looks good. Not garish. Um, They've been big supporters of ours. We're in our fifth year anniversary week here. They're in their 10th year anniversary um, of the brand of Beedratty. You know, they started out, got in some golf shops. Uh, that now they're in, you know, all the, you know, reputable pro shops across the country, private, public, whatever it may be. They've got on some idiot podcasts. So they've come a long way in, in 10 years. Uh, they've been great friends to us, huge supporters of ours, allow us to get to different places, do different things, whether it's Scotland last year, Los wow. Angeles this and year. we're going to be in New York this year. For uh, Yeah, we're doing some stuff with them around the Ryder Cup. So uh, if you enjoy this podcast, they, they've been a big friend of ours. Go to bedratty.com. Use the promo code SGS30. All right. Uh, let's do some quick whip around news. You said there's some spike mark news you wanted to throw my way. What's uh-huh. what? I don't know. I'm not up to speed on the spike mark. Well, spike mark is is it's not you know it's a it's a cheeky golf name for a company. Spike mark is the new, um, you know, what they they uh they've taken over for golf stat, NCAA's. There's a lot of drama around golf oh, really? stat. Losing this contract, it was a, you know, many insiders told me that it was an insider deal, very under the table. The NCAAs just ripped the contract out from Golfstat, who's been doing scoring for for college golf forever. Um, You know, done do pretty good job, right? Really good job. Built up affinity and and like loyalty. Yeah, you go anytime you need score college golf scores you go to golfstat.com and it's just there right and okay. they have everything it's just been like the legacy use um so in july the ncaa switched to spike mark and i believe spike mark is run by the old um ucla coach Derek freeman okay um and it's the first week of of college golf and yep. spikemark.com is not working. Oh no. Oh no. That doesn't sound like the NCAA that I know. A message on Spikemark's website as recently as Wednesday morning said the site and the company apps are currently ground under repair. <laughs> as it carries out essential maintenance work in order to deliver the best possible service. What a disaster. Providing timely and efficient information for all collegiate golf coaches, players, and fans is always our number one priority, and we will update this page accordingly. God. 
Was so, there an issue with golf stat? I think people is, like it's bare bones. I like golf stat. This, uh, this is a golf ahead. week article. And it says, however, many tournament directors have been left scrambling because of the live scoring issues the first week. Tournaments are switching to golf genius or even back to golf stat. Oh, God, what a disaster. Others have been forced to keep scores on team websites. There's no way or no way to track schedules or results all in one place. So golf, a spike mark just, just they're saying they're also here's another update. Sorry, there's another statement. We have discovered that on Friday, September 1st, we experienced a cyber attack. That's six attack, days ago. Which affected our live scoring and caused all of our applications and websites to go down. Who's cyber attacking Spike Mark? Maybe the Golf Stat guys. I'm jamming them. <laughs> golf Stat reached out to Putin and his fellas. Maybe. Who knows? This is delight. This is a, quite a story. This is I, I'm into this. Inside deals, cyber attacks. This is good. Golf stat when when Spike Mark just got this deal, nine days later, Golf Stat responded with a statement saying the company wasn't going away. We're here. We're here. We're not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> you think you could kill us this easy? <laughs> we don't need you at CAA. I'm not leaving. So uh, little drama. I you know <laughs> I love this story. Somebody told me that this was a real shady deal, like a real shady NCAA spike mark deal. Like the the rug totally got pulled out unfairly from golf stat was not like a competitive selection process. Just was kind of like, hey, buddy, buddy type thing. I love that they're claiming they got cyber attacked. They're cyber attacking a website that no, I covered (laughs) golf. I didn't even know it existed. That's we gotta be careful. They might send a cyber attack our way. Yeah, well, there's not much to attack. Come on, there's just a you know few things. Um, all right. Uh, continuing on with news, just into the uh, across the desk, across the uh, hot off the presses. Stephen Cohn is buying the TGL. I saw this. I was going to New York uh, franchise, whatever it is. Steve Cohn, the Mets, the bombastic, quite wealthy Mets owner. I don't have a lot to say about this other than, I don't know, serious people seem to continue to get quite involved in this. Like Stephen Cohn has some real loot and uh, I don't know. Don't feel like he would sign on if, if it was just sort of a Mickey Mouse endeavor. But uh that's that's latest. I know someone else bought the Atlanta one. Maybe Arthur Blank. I can't remember. I don't know if yeah, Arthur is the right term, but go ahead. Art Blank. And then the, the Williams sisters or, or the yeah. LA one, you yeah. know, so. The Reddit guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, um, I think, I don't know. Who knows what, what the TGL becomes, right? Yep. What yep. it is now might not be what it is long term and, you know. Yep. Um, Adrian Marunk speaking at, at the Irish Open, where he is defending as one of his three wins of the past calendar year on the DP World Tour, uh, uh, spoke about his snub being left off the European Ryder Cup team by Luke Donald. It's been an emotional time for me, to be honest, from shock to sadness to anger. Anger being the last one is a little bit of a, a, a 
alarming. You don't want an angry uh, Polish person after you if you're Luke Donald. He went from shock to sadness to anger. Now I'm trying to turn into motivation going into this week. I think he birdied his first two holes I saw late in the middle of the night. My, my daughter woke me up at 4 a.m. I just checked, and I saw one random Adrian Marunk tweet and then went back to bed. Um, obviously, it's a three, Shot three under. He's 15th. Okay. Obviously, it's a hard one to swallow. I thought I've done enough to be on the team, but it is what it is. I wish them good luck, and I will just focus on my game and move forward. Doesn't sound thrilled. I was in shock because I was expecting something different. I had a pretty decent chance to be on the team, but it's quite shocking call. He, Luke Donald was saying someone had to stay home. It was close, obviously, and stuff like that. I won't want to be in this position. I know it was tough for him. I was just realizing he thought he was getting something else on the call, and suddenly I was just realizing it's not going to happen this year. It was sadness turning into anger. Um, obviously, you don't know Polish, but you can read some of the comments on social media. Everyone was very disappointed. A couple people had already bought tickets. Because they were sure I was going to be there. They probably are going to go regardless. But yeah, they were not happy. So Luke Donald maybe not wanting to go to Warsaw anytime soon. He's fighting with the emotions inside of me. Um, so yeah, he doesn't seem yeah doesn't seem thrilled. A little less of the... I, I wouldn't say it's, it's not classy. It's fine. It's it's appropriate reaction. Uh, didn't go all the way as like a Keegan Bradley who says I'll be rooting my hardest for them. He wished them luck. Uh, but yeah, clearly kind of feeling a little a little left off and snubbed there. Not expecting the call he got while he was on a train, he said, with his girlfriend leaving the Switzerland. Probably on a train, else. you know, celebrating being picked that day. Yeah. 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 Maybe, they, yeah. maybe they were partying in the Swiss Alps. And, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, so that was a, that was a tough. I feel call. bad for Marunk. I I do. I in a way. I you know. I I talked to somebody from his uh from his group. You know, just happened to be just you know what? chatting up. I, I, no, I talked to him at at LACC uh, oh, by the first okay. tee. Yeah. We just just started talking with this guy, and it turned out to be somebody involved with Adrian Marunk's golf game. Um, yep. And they and I, I was said something about Ryder Cup and, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we're we're so pumped. Like, this is what we're work like. Everything we're doing is is for that. Right. And yep. uh, it, it's just a bummer. It's, it's a bummer. Somebody had to be left off. Right. And uh, I think like obviously with all the wins and I think like I'm guessing that he got a lot of like positive. Um, a, you know messages and stuff towards his candidacy right like yeah. I, I think like he probably at one point was was almost considered a lock right and it's got to yeah. be hard to go from that to being the odd man out yep one at the venue one three times uh continuing on with news uh there was a, a nuclear golf tweet which is an account citing Todd Lewis. I don't know where Todd Lewis said this. I would assume on television because I don't see it, you know, in print anywhere. That oh, said, I saw that it was. I think it was on TV. Yeah, Justin Thomas had put his dad in the background. This was a day after JT had posted, uh, you know, his week in I think Tennessee, you know, swinging between the pool noodles and uh, fishing and things like that. Um, Todd Lewis's report, or, or apparently, I, I didn't see it live said that he had put his dad kind of in the background as a coach and also let go as putting coach John Graham. Um, speaking with uh, Dave Shedlowski of Golf Digest, who I think you know knows Mike Thomas a little bit, he said, you're kidding? This is Mike Thomas. That's just stupid. 
That's what some people in the media do. That's me. It's ridiculous. I just left Justin. We worked all morning. But listen, if he did fire me and it was for the better, then what's the problem? I guess they have to have something to talk about. So Mike Thomas rebuking, apparently rebuking that story quite a bit. Um, He added that his son sends him video every night. He would not comment on the status of Graham, which would seem to add a little bit of uh, credence to that part of the report. Uh, He also said something like, uh, Justin began going for less one-on-one instruction last year so that just that JT could do more of his own work on his own swing. So I, I don't know. Mike clearly still working with them in some capacity, uh, whether it's back burner or what is, is subjective uh, characterization. Any reaction? Um, I mean, listen, like when you work with a, an instructor for a long time, you know, you, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it, it becomes just like a, a relationship, right? Yep. Um, just like any relationship in your life. And obviously it's got to make matters a lot more complex when that person's your father. Right. Yep. Um, so I don't, I don't know what to, what to think based off of Mike Thomas's quotes and comments. Uh, but you've, I think you've brought this up several times. Like, well, is it time I think it's, to it's maybe a, look at like Ricky, right? I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you need just somebody that explains the same thing, the exact same thing that somebody that uh, somebody else is explaining just says it in a different way. It's like, yeah. I mean, like how many times has your wife said to you, like, Oh, if somebody else says something to you, you listen. You don't listen to when I say it, you know? Like, <laughs> right. It's just some, this is a matter of, this is a fact of life, right? Sometimes a different voice saying the exact same thing resonates with you. And right. I don't know. It's a tricky, tricky situation. It's, it's one of the really difficult, I think, the one of the, the difficult things that Justin Thomas has to confront. Um, if, if he, if the, if he doesn't, you know, improve, if it, if this becomes a, I, I'm not, I don't know how long the slump is going to be, but if the slump keeps extending, that's where you get into like a weird spot, right? Yep. Yep. It's like, he could come out and win Napa, right? Easy. People were pretty freaking out about the pool noodles which is just like a jarring visual it's yeah i know people are just amused by that you know between club pro guy using pool you know it's just the thing that people are going to pounce on but um it's a fascinating complicated situation uh further complicated by the coach being your father and someone that's going to be a really important part of your life no matter what and you know we saw that in full swing uh season one uh it's an interesting really kind of cool dynamic but yeah maybe just need I mean, it. it's you not saw a reflective it. on his coaching maybe just the voice or the you know where they're at right now also so. like you saw it in full swing which you know i'm i'm happy full swings really growing the game and oh, uh <laughs> but but anyways <laughs> the um, <laughs> the thing you saw in full swing was you saw how different that coaching relationship is than everything else just by the way it's yeah. it's you know even though just the way that they communicate right it's yep. it is a 
I don't know. I'm not envious of it. I, it's not how I would want my coaching situation to be set up. Like yep. I, as a G, when I played junior golf, my dad caddied for me in a couple events. <laughs> it's not a good situation. Yeah. Um. All right, that's a good transition to over unders because we're gonna do some NFL over unders. Oh. One I. One I have in here. We got golf one, advice after it, so don't. don't yes, go golf anywhere. advice is coming. We're gonna rip through some <laughs> NFL season is here, baby. We're fired up, but I have the golf mixed in with a few of these, and one of them is JT's finishing position at Fortinet next week versus total points in Packers Bears, which right now the official line is forty two point five. So big start for JT. You know, if he MCs, we'll just count that. Obviously, is over. The 70s tied 72nd or something. So, total points in Bears Packers, which I got to say, when was the last time when the Bears were favored against the Packers? We are in the post Aaron Rodgers era. Oh the Bears God. are giving a point. Let me tell you to something. the Packers. When was I've the been, last time that happened? I've been, I've been listening to some NFL pods. Same. Same. On, yeah. I, you know, I'm usually running when I'm listening to any pod. And I was just like running and I was just thinking to myself, oh, you know how great it is. They were talking about Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Yep. It's like, do you know how great it is as a Bears fan <laughs> to know that we aren't going to see Aaron Rodgers this year unless it's the Super Bowl? Like, I, I mean, do you know, I, this is again about the Packers just kind of, like I get, I get that like it was time to go maybe or you know he was a pain in the ass and everything, but this is just this is just anecdotal of your biggest rival. I just am so so happy that we don't have to play them. Like um, so so happy. It's great, and you're favored by one in the opener. So I don't, we've got Jordan Love. Said, New quarterback, Justin Fields, week one, offense may be a little shaky. No, no, the Bears' defense is going to be bad. It's Okay. The the but Bears had all this love? money. They didn't spend any of it. They they spent some of it, but they still have, like, the most cap room. Maybe the, the right. franchise might be being cheap to to save up for a stadium. Um, and uh, <laughs> So the head-to-head. Is JT finishing position? Oh, versus JT total finishing po- position is under the total. Will points. be lower than total yes. points. I think this. I think this could be like a. I think there's going to be a lot of points score. I, I guess the Packers defense might be good. I think Bears offense I, might be good though. You get like a. You get like a seventeen ten. Is it's JT twenty seven total points? I think, I think points. the score JT is going to be like thirty one twenty four. Okay. So you're going to just need JT to make the cut and kind of just get up there in the top 40 or something. Packers fans might be irrationally happy with Jordan Love and not realize that the defense is just bad. (laughs) Okay. There you go. I like that. Very, very bad front seven. Like a very bad front four. It's it's terrible. We've got no... We've got uh, that... And Dockway, uh, Yannick and Dockway is our yep. only like real lineman. Okay. Uh, all right. Next over under for the season teams, Andy roots for one and a half. You know, you're this kind of shiftless fan out there. You root for the Kings, the Bulls, the Celtics, the Warriors. You've got five NBA teams. 
teams you root for. I'm saying one and a half. When the Niners start to go, I'm not going to be a Niners, Niners fan. fan. I, okay. I don't. I don't jump on the fair weather team. I was, you know, for the record, I was way out ahead of the Kings. <laughs> All right. Okay. I was a Kings right. fan at the beginning of the season when nobody believed okay. in the Kings. I picked the Kings because they stunk. I needed right. something that represented my Chicago fandom. I'm I'm ready for the uh yeah for the Josh Harris era here in in DC as well. Commanders, my NFC team. So I'm over one and a half. So. You're over. You're uh, rooting for the Commanders. I don't this know. Year. My kids are big command. We're going to a game in a couple of weeks. Bills Commanders. I'm Listen. I see no viable options for me on the West Coast for fans. There aren't. Well, there's NFC, right? I mean, there's the, the AFC. I like splitting the leagues, right? You're yeah. a Bears fan it already. It has to be on uh, the other. Yeah. And there's yeah. no no team. Okay. So okay. I'm not. The, okay. if, the, if the Raiders were around, maybe they would have been my team. Uh, let's do a basic one. Total wins. Browns are at nine and a half and Bears are at seven and a half. How are you feeling about this? How are you feeling? Here? I'm I'm scared shitless with the the sort of the this sort of trendy pick of people getting into the Browns. I've got Hurricane Shane Bacon texting me about how much he loves the Browns this year. I'm listening to various football podcasts like yourself. People are getting in on the Browns. I'm very scared about the trendy uh this late wave of, of support for the Browns. Uh that said, I think we go under. So nine, nine, I'll be I'll be happy with nine and what eight. What about the I Bears? Guess. Well, your your comments just now about the defense don't inspire a lot of confidence. Um, I think I'm going to go under. Maybe I'm just a pessimist. I think we're too too damaged fans because I'm going under on both. Also, I just yeah, yeah. I do not. These are tortured franchises, right? So that that just that that just sort of transitions me to the next one. Total combined games attended by both you and me at 0.5. Do we go to a single game? And by this, I mean, are we going to be giving a shit about Bears-Browns December 17th, week whatever? Like, are we going to actually go to that when we're both 6-10 and 10 or whatever we may be at that point? Do we, do we make it to a Bears or Browns game this year? 0.5. Um, you know, I got offered by, by a nice gentleman. I got offered tickets while I was in the, 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 the fine city of Cleveland for that December game. Yeah. You go to Cleveland, December 17th for to see two, maybe bad NFL teams play on the lake when it's frigid and just whipping snowing. Uh, the one, the danger for me is when the Browns come to Baltimore, it's like 45 minutes away. You know, it's just, it's a house of horrors though. I mean, the, the bears game I should be traveling for, which sounds delightful is bears commanders, October 5th. I should be just coming to coming to DC in early October. Yeah, that is a good one. You should come. That's a Thursday night game. I think, right. Uh, you got nothing going on a week after the Ryder Cup. You, we, you Just, know, you got nothing. Going. Yeah, I, I. If I add any more travel, travel, I think yeah. my my my, uh, my relationship will be over. All right, that transitions to the next one. Then total games attended by Jason Kokrak, point five Browns Wait, games. Are you attended. going over or under for us attending? Yeah, I'm going over. I got faith. I am going over too. I want to make it happen. It's a good time. It's a good time of the year for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah, we're doing year in review. Maybe we just do it at the tailgate and just get it done with December seventeenth. Do, do year in review in your in your parents' uh, sitting room, basement or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so I'm I'm going over. I think we each get to a game total, or we get one of us gets to one game. I guess. Uh, how about Co-Crack Browns games attended 0.5? You know we'll hear about this. He gets honored at, at midfield every time he shows up. Oh, or posted this is to way social over. media. He's, he's got all the time, right? Yeah. With his family. He's a lift boy. Yeah, and he's right? trying to make inroads to get into a club, you know? That's right. So I'm going over. Co-crack Browns game attended. How about Matt Fitz Bears games attended? 0.5. Under. Will he do the hammer the under? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um what's yours? What you gotta give I'm your- going co-crack over Fitzy. Over. I'm going Fitzy over. He's going back. He's going to reclaim his turf territory. You know, Northwestern's in shambles. So you got to just kind of jump on the other bandwagon at, at the Bears facility. Um. All right. What else do we have here? Starting QBs for the Bears and Browns combined. I'm setting the over under at three and a half. So that means more then one quarterback starts for each team or maybe three start for the Bears or the Browns. And I, I noticed Justin Fields' backup is none other than the Peter man. I did not know that he no, was No, he got cut. He got, he's, oh, he got cut. I checked the depth chart. It's, <laughs> you know, who is this, Tyson Badgett? Is I he the backup? I think going then? with this rookie or P.J. Okay. Walker. Okay. All right. Then I've got, bad, I've got a bad depth chart. It says he's active. All right. Um, actually, I was, no, they got the Peter man. That's what I'm saying. I'm well, they saying cut it. him. They cut him the other day. Okay. Well, he might be. I, that's what basically what I'm getting at is if we go to this game in December, could it be Nathan Peterman versus who knows? Charlie Fry, the second coming of Charlie Fry. Uh, so I think you've got Justin Fields running a lot. Could get popped. Deshaun Watson. I mean, what's the COVID deal? now is it still I the same are they, they just gotten they've the just gotten rid of the yeah uh, that's not a thing that's okay because like that was like just like an instant you're gonna miss a couple games yeah everybody yeah. on the roster is gonna miss one game you know i think we see nathan peterman for the bears this year i think deshaun watson i'm anxious like 250 million guaranteed looked like shit last year I think I'm going over. I think this is an easy over. Yep. Four total starting quarterbacks play this year. I can't believe Peterman's back as the QB2. All right. Next one. Missed field goals and extra points combined. Um, I noticed Kairos. I'm going. Can I I talk about what the game within the game is all season for the Bears? Yeah. Last year, I kind of uh, I was all over this first pick in the draft. I think this year we've got an excellent, excellent chance at the first pick in the draft. Okay, you think they want that, Caleb Williams? Basically, is what you're saying? The Panthers. They have the Panthers' first oh, pick. They're a disaster. Utter disaster. I mean, so like. Main main attraction every week for the Bears fans is is the Bears. 
second attraction rooting against the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm going to have the Panthers start as a favorite team. It, I mean, if the Bears season doesn't go well, we could be in a top 10 pick. Like, if Justin Fields gets hurt, it's going to be a disaster, as we just outlaid with the with the quarterback thing. Um, yep. with Peterman and the, the, the other guy that they got is a D two quarterback. He, he's a rookie that played D two football last year. Um, so, but the, ba- the big thing is the Panthers could be the worst, could be the worst team in football. And I don't no think line. like, I don't think enough is talked about, about like the genius of the trade that the bears made yeah. was taking DJ Moore away too like taking the best offensive player away from the team that, that then drafts the number one quarterback. Like, so you have this team that has no offensive weapons. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, everybody's like, they should have gotten another draft pick. Well, like they actually enhanced the chances of them being terrible by taking away like one of their four best players. It's a good, it's a good little strategy. Good little, you know, sub, (laughs) category or, or subplot to that trade i like that so panthers, uh, Ryan fans, panthers fans you're my packers this year i'm going <laughs> to be just glued to your scores i'm going to be rooting for everything bad that can happen you know within reason happening to your team <laughs> within reason okay um all right missed field goals and extra points combined over under eight and a half for both the Browns and oh, the Bears. Way over. I, Cairo Santos. He, I. What is this guy's deal? He went twenty-one to twenty-three for field goals, but missed like eight extra points last year. Seven extra points were harder than the field goals. Cade York completely just just cut. We spent a freaking fourth round draft pick on him. He's no longer on the team a year later. So eight and a half for the Bears. Also, it's not combined. For both teams, eight and a half for the Bears, eight and a half for the Browns. How much heartbreak are we going to cover with with uh, missed field goals? And it's way way points? over, right? Okay. Um, what do you got? I think over. <laughs> I think over. We're pessimists, of course. It's going to be like four game ending missed field goals. We're the most tortured fans there yeah. are. I'm a Cubs yep. fan. The Bears have have made one Super Bowl since I've you know been alive. Yep. Yep. Uh, I've got a few others here, but we'll just we'll move on to golf advice. I just got to throw out what go one final. You are truly. I saw this scouring the lines, which I need to be for all the gambling content out there. There's just like it's a mess trying to find real stuff. You are one sick puppy if you bet Deshaun Watson to win comeback player of the year at plus thirty five hundred. You are an idiot. Your money. You might as well light your money on fire. There's no way he's going to win that. <laughs> he has odds for comeback player of the year, Deshaun Watson, over like Damar Hamlin, others. Like, this is not, it's not happening. I could he, not believe there was a line for it. He could win MVP and not win that award. <laughs> he has a better chance of winning MVP than winning that award. Nobody's voting for him for <laughs> comeback player of the year. I could not believe it when I saw it. Deshaun Watson come He could put together the greatest season a quarterback <laughs> ever has had in the history of the NFL, and he won't win comeback player of the year. Vote. I can assure they're, you of that. I'm not going to vote him for that one. I Does don't the think. media vote on comeback player of the year? I believe so. I There's believe no so. way he wins yeah. that. 
not not happening. Couldn't believe it. See, right, you I couldn't that... bet. You couldn't bet over just because that would be saying that. Who's your backup quarterback? Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, this oh. guy from UCLA. He's awesome. He's he? awesome. Oh, people are fired up. Yeah, apparently he played at UCLA for like 25 years. So he's older. Um, had a great like preseason. Opposing teams are like that guy can that guy can ball. So he. he but of course, we got two hundred fifty million dollars tied up in Deshaun Watson. So what are you gonna do? Nobody, nobody cares about this. But like, uh, you know, my fa- I had my fantasy football draft last night, and just an amusing tale from it. One of my <laughs> one of my friends is uh, works for for the University of uh, UCLA, UCLA. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he he reached like rounds rounds ahead <laughs> for for that Zach Charbonnet. It was yeah. like a UCLA running back. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, listen, I watched him. I watched him in practice. This guy's a beast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and we all just burst out. Like, he is not, he's not working for the football program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you're, you're a scout. You're, you're out there <laughs> scouting. He's like in the I'm physics su- department or something. Yeah, I'm surprised it, yeah. that he didn't pick this uh, the, this quarterback as well, you know, with his uh, with his in-depth field scouting. Like Everybody was <laughs> like, oh, were you talking to Chip Kelly about it? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good. All right. I've got a few more, but let's get the golf advice. That does it for NFL over-unders, our annual over-unders. We'll have more uh, PGA Tour ones, much more appropriate PGA Tour ones next next week as that season begins uh, out in Napa. Should we do one or two golf advices to, to end the week here on a Thursday afternoon? Do you have anything you want to throw my way? Uh, oh, yeah. I got, I got a couple okay. golf advices for All you. All right. Okay. All we'll right. Do a let quick, me, uh, let quick me pull this up. All right. Wrap it up. To tip or not to tip? Tipping is a hot topic in America, oh so let's yeah. let's bring it to golf here. Yep. All right. I'm 48, two kids, and have no interest in fighting. <laughs> that is that is sweeping the nation as the appropriate way to introduce yourself. Okay. During a recent trip to Scotland, I was paired up with two guys uh, to play an unnamed course featuring a large hill that hosted a Scottish Open won by my boy Ricky. All right. I think we know what that Go is. Come on. Yep. Um. Because of a previously underwhelming caddy experience at that course, I decided to go without. I was paired up with two guys in their 60s that we'll call Ed and Larry. They took caddies who we'll call Sam and Josh. Both of these guys were maybe 20. Hold on. I got to just text my wife back. She asked a pressing question. Uh Uh-oh. You got school? You got to get the daughter ready for school. The new... She asked, New Frontier. You, she just woke up and she asked, Are you in the shed? So that's. I am. I'm hiding right. in the shed talking about Gullen caddies. All right. Go ahead. From the beginning, Ed and Larry seemed to view these caddies as staff rather than as, uh, as an enjoyable part of their experience, not really Ooh. conversing with them, which I thought was strange. A lot of Scottish caddies are also like members of the course, you know? It's like the backwards thing about golf in America versus Scotland, right? Yep. You know, like these yep. people are proud of their course, the caddy for the, the visitors. They want the visitors to come. On the first yep. green, Sam asked if any of us had a preference on taking the pin out. I said that I prefer pins out, but was fine with whatever. Ed preferred pins in. Larry wanted pins in on putts oh, over 20 God. feet. Oh, 
God. These guys are in their 20s, right? I mean, the caddies uh, are in the 20s. Okay. All right. The uh, the other guys are in their 60s. That's, okay. You know. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was probably on the, around the third hole that I began conversing with Josh and Sam about their plans for university, past visits to the U.S. I was encouraging a future visit to the nicest city in the Midwest. I, I imagine that was Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> and what it's like to grow up in Scotland. Ed and Larry weren't interested. They weren't playing well and quickly transferred into those two angry guys in the balcony uh, on the Muppets. The congenial conversation with Josh and Sam confused throughout the round. Um, as we walked off 18, Larry walked over and encouraged me to kick in some pounds for the tip. Clearly, I had a puzzled look on my face because Ed said, look, you had them remove pins for you and you spent way more time with them than we did. Feeling pressure and recalling my lack of interest in fighting, I gave Larry a 20. Uh, I didn't have pounds currency, so he gave him a $20 American bill and asked him uh, if that would work, to which he said, it will have to, won't it? Needless to say, I chose not to enjoy a pint with them after the round. <clears throat> Here's my question. Should I have tipped? What is the etiquette for this? I didn't want a caddy. However, the caddies were indeed part of my experience as they did indeed pull pins and did indeed oh, speak God, to me on. when spoken to. Is that grounds for tipping? If so, how much? I need a ruling. I mean, it's not grounds for tipping, but given these two other yahoos that you were with, it's grounds for human decency that these caddies needed to be shown, right? That they had to put up with these two jokers who sound awful, terrible, who have apparently no shame in asking you to kick in money. Like the, the I would I wouldn't have zero comfort or justification for asking some third non-caddy taking member for, to kick in money. These guys suck. They're terrible. So I think it is a as it's incumbent upon you as a member of humanity to throw in some money to take care of these guys because they're not being ta well taken care of by these two other guys who shouldn't be jamming you, asking you, that they have zero shame to even ask you. I think you got to tip just in this circumstance. I don't think it's common. You don't have to tip. You know, if guys find your ball or they're chasing your card or whatever it is, like, yeah, throw them some money. But I didn't think, you know, in normal circumstances like this one, it just for pulling a few pins and talking to the person, I don't think you have to tip and you hope that the guys who took the caddies take good and well care of the person. They clearly aren't. So I think as a member of humanity, you should tip and throw in whatever you can here so that these guys are taken care of. That's where I'm at. Listen, I, I always think if, if you're, you need to have an openness to the tipping of a caddy. If you're, if you're not a caddy or if you're not yeah. using a caddy, right? If there's a yeah. caddy in your group, they're probably helping you out yep. and it's a nice thing to do. Yep. Um, so I think I don't do. I think, I think the decision should be up to you. I don't think uh, Larry and Ed should be coercing you, yep. but I do believe that, that the right procedure here as a former caddy, I yep. always loved when I get a tip from somebody that I wasn't caddying for. It was yep. like a nice thing because listen, you're helping them out. 
You might be given some reads. You're pulling the pin. That's one less thing they don't have to do. It doesn't, the tip does not need to be requisite of a tip that you would give the person caddying for you. Right. It can be much smaller, like a 20 buck, 20 bucks that 10 goes to each guy. That's a good tip. That just, you know, the key with, with caddying, anything you get on top of what, what you're expecting is always a nice surprise. Yeah, and I think like reading the room here, these guys are going to get jammed by the Ed and Larry anyway. So just like kind of, you know, as a former caddy, I would have read that room and been like, I need to get these guys some money because these other two guys are jerks. All right, uh, All should right. we do we one more? One more here. I read the one you sent me? Yeah, sure. You want to do that? Yeah. All right, blank member guest was a few weeks ago. My buddy in on day two in the final nine hole match of the standard five on the match's third hole. The guest of my friend knocked it, knocked it in on two on a par five. He rolls a putt up to what the caddy said was eight feet. My buddy said it was nine feet. And what the opponent said was almost a foot. (laughs) So some discrepancy there. We had eight and nine. And then the opponent said almost a foot. So this is the last of five matches. The guest opponent says from across the green, that's pretty good. And my friends, Evans Scholar Caddy, so presumably someone who'd been around the block, picked up the ball. Immediately they go, we didn't say that's good. Loss of hole and move on to the next tee. They ask if they can just put it back and putt it. And they say no. They didn't ah. know the change in the rule. My buddy ends up losing the match and the flight by a half a point. And the guys that win the flight are the guys that pulled the stunt. They refuse to admit that it was a cheap shot. The caddy feels awful. And what level, so yeah, naturally. What level of shame should these guys feel? And how much hate, absolute avoidance, should my buddy have for the other member going forward? This is this is a bad move. You you keep this. Look, the caddy made a mistake, kind of. This is You said that's pretty good. This kid, it's a kid too. The kids make it. This is not the USAM where the caddy made the mistake in like this high stakes match. Also, you know, Strafacci's dad just helicoptering in there was a bad (laughs) look. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Like Frank Strafacci Jr. or whatever. Okay. Frank Jr. being the the loudest, you know, in the room. And that was, was a really bad look. But this, this is awful because like the kid who's presumably like under 22, this is not, this is not a 35 year old caddy. This is like a kid is the one that leaves this feeling the worst. Like the guys that finish a half point out, they're going to get over this, whatever. The kid is the one that's the most impacted probably felt terrible the rest of the afternoon probably felt terrible that night like probably you know if he's an evan scholar takes caddying very seriously is a big part of his life and is the one that's the the greatest impact here is somebody that's developing as a human being and i think that's the shitty thing with this whole thing and those guys should not only be ostracized by you but the club is a greater whole as this was a real bad look this is a, this is a this is not something that we condone and the club the club almost should have stepped in and been like no that's not cool like they should have been able to putt it um that's pretty good that's just something you don't say 
Yeah. That's it. It, it should be. It's that's good close shot, enough. That's yeah, close yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, good. That's yeah. good. That it. Yeah. It is. It, I. I think that this is actually a failure of club leadership. To be completely honest. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, like you know, you're going to encounter this person. This is part of the question. Uh, should how much absolute avoidance should my buddy have for the other member? I'd say absolute, pretty complete. Now you're going to be able to do with a lot of these member, these member guests, like you end up in the same flight year over year, you know, you're going to probably play them again at some point. And so, I don't know. I just keep that buried down. Just avoid, avoid this kind of person, avoid the Ed and Larry from the prior. Like, I just like, I just don't be that guy on the golf course. Don't be an Don't be so competitive about a thing that quite honestly, this is not that big a deal. It's a member guest. It's not the USAM, as you said, you just can't lose your head. You can't be an asshole. Be a, be a human. Um, and, and yeah, it's a bad, bad look. And I would avoid this guy as much as possible going forward at your club. So, all right. Is that it? Yeah. I would also say, yeah, just in general, when, when this guy, Bob, we'll just call him Bob emails the, or messages you about playing golf or you see him on the range and he asks if you want to play some holes or he could join up. I would just say, you know what? I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm good. That's good. pretty good, but no, th- I would, I would actually say that's yeah. pretty good, but no, thanks. <laughs> I would be All right. using that's pretty good as often as possible. With <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um, all right, that does it for this pretty good episode, a combo Thursday-Friday uh, episode, a little longer, but we got a few different kinds of segments, ready for the NFL, ready for the Irish Open Coffee Golf. Uh, everyone, enjoy your weekend. Hey, thank you for your support in the pro shop with some of the 50-year anniversary items, uh, a good celebration of, of this community over the last five years. Um, so thank you for going and, and kind of and Jason Page for the design for that. So everyone enjoy. You want to get in there? Did you want to say something about? All right. No, everyone thank enjoy. you. Thank you. There's uh, yeah, still thanks. some stuff left. If you still, want to order it, I think yeah. hats, a, shirts. Yeah. So we got to restock. They'll yeah, ship we in two weeks. Now. Of, uh, of yeah. the, you know, the fountains shirts. I, I'm going to have to Deep. patiently wait for my just a guy hat. <laughs> the just a guy hats are just, amazing they're really really good get right this time the simplicity of them by by jason it just all works out all right everyone enjoy your weekends Uh, enjoy your fridays or thursdays whatever it is you're listening enjoy the nfl we'll be back with you on monday victory monday